0: Pulse 95 Live from Exposure at the Expo Center, Sharjah. Yes, and we're back live right here at Pulse 95 Radio at the 7th edition of the International Photography Festival exposure being that this is the seventh edition that means we have seven days we're on our th- seventh day right here the last day at the Sharjah expo center and there's still so much to do and see here guys we have ongoing seminars exhibitions for you to check out as well as focus groups and stage x live sessions but over here at pulse 95 radio we have the privilege to talk with some world-class photographers and here with us it's our pleasure to introduce j tom lopez a highly respected professor of art and fine art photographer at the university of miami with degrees in psychology philosophy media arts and fine arts professor lopez has edited and ran essays on photography and his large-scale digital prints have been exhibited worldwide in many prestigious collections welcome to the
1: show tom
2: oh, thanks for having me
1: it's great to have you on now uh tom we see that this isn't your first rodeo right here at the exposure. You've been here in 2019, correct? And you're here now. So tell us, what has changed since 2019 and 2023
2: when you first walked into the, you know, to the festival? Well, it's about twice the size now. So yeah. I think there was 40, 45 photographers in 19. I think there's 75 now. Now I was lucky I had two exhibitions in 2019 and have two exhibitions now. And there is a fair amount of jealousy about that, of course, <laughs> because but uh, yeah so th- it's it's bigger um, I mean I don't know it, it, it seems like for the last three re- years we we fell asleep I mean mm. hibernation for three years and I, I did not travel last year and so this is really my first trip out uh, and so I, I it's like I've been liberated I've been left I have left prison behind mm.
0: thankfully it really is nice to it's almost... What happened in these last two years has become forgotten, and we're back to just trying to live our lives normally again. Right. And speaking of exhibitions, you have your own right here, Senescence, and uh, I've gotten the chance to see it myself. I found it peculiar when I first saw it because I, I remember st- stepping into the iridescence.
2: Um, that was the show. Yes, right. and
0: we got the chance to interview him, and you, you're, you, what you're capturing is the polar opposite. Where his is all about the lively beauty of rare flowers, yours is about the things that are dying or have, you know, decayed, and I think there's still beauty in that. In, well, I hope
2: so. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Definitely, because it, uh, it reminds me of, of a show that I'm recently watching called the, the Last of Us, and it has this premise of this fungus infecting human beings. And slowly we become, you know, just another virus byproduct of this plant. But in all of the hideousness and disgusting nature of it all, there's still beauty in it. I feel like that's what I'm getting from your exhibition as well.
2: well. I can talk about two ex- two aspects of the show. One aspect is is that uh, there's a wonderful book, uh, In the Wilderness is the preservation of the world and it's photographed by Elliot Porter and the poetry of Thoreau. Mm-hmm. And so and he follows the seasons. So it begins with spring, which is what I did. I, I went to the same botanical gardens in New York and in Miami and two in New York and then I went in Mexico and so what I've done is I photograph in the spring. Everything is blooming. It, it 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 is, a hope and the buds. In the summer, things bloom and you have the spectacular colors. And in the fall, things begin to sort of die down. Mm-hmm. And it, but but and then in the winter, which is I just photographed in December, January, it, it the browns, the the way that uh, spiders and bugs suck all the juice out of flowers and then create these little condominiums for them to live in. Mm-hmm. And so it is, I, I don't see the sadness in it. It is a natural a, a cycle of life. You're born, you live, you die. And, and then, then the, the, the beauty of the, the winter is the possibility of an incarnation. Mm-hmm. So to the, these are poetic um, images for me. And then if you look at some, if you look carefully, I work in situ, I work on the spot. I don't take it to the studio. Which is what the tradition flower photos are. Douglas and I are very good friends. We've been friends for 18 years. So, um, I mean, we, we, we talk about the idea of photographing in full bloom and then photographing the cyclical aspect, which is what the senescence is. Senescence means a natural decay of all organic material. And as an old man, I'm 74 years old, you know, as an old man, you know, I, I look at my body and it's falling apart and I see the parallel, the anthropomorphic aspect of flowers. Uh, is my life and the future, the poetry of it. It's wow. crazy,
1: that's but, such a fascinating perspective. But, but, but I'm also astonished because, Tom, you do not look 74, mashallah. You, you look, I mean, I would never give you 74. You do take care of yourself. But I also want to talk about how, you know, you have written and spoken on the historical impact of photography and how it has, you know, influenced and shaped our culture. How does that look?
2: Talk to me about it. So in 2019 Mm -hmm. I I gave a lecture on on the stage that's basically it is my contention my thesis that photography is one of the great four disruptors of our species. I mean obviously the wheel, language, the printing press, and then photography. Now we can talk about the fifth which is a computer. Mm -hmm. The digital world is we don't know that's still in the process. Mm -hmm. Still in its early stages. Right but photography in 1827 changes how we think for the first time in our in our history we can hold evidence in our hand, and so if you look at the work of Anna Atkins, the first photo book where she's she's pressing leaves and flowers, one of my inspirations, you know, to document before they had to draw it. The difference between a photograph, which is an objective record, right, recording, and a drawing is interpretation. Along those lines, with 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 photography being so accurate, it pushes painting into abstraction. So you wouldn't have Cezanne, Picasso, you wouldn't have Manet, you wouldn't have the 19th or 20th century of art without photo pushing it in that direction because painting could no longer capture the accuracy of photography. And then, and then of course, it, it is one more contention, our history is not written in words, it is written in images. So if you think of, uh, give you a good example. When I turned 65, my, my father handed me the family picture album. That, that was the most valuable thing you can give me. It's our history. Going back to 1880 when my grandfather fought for Spain against Cuba in, the, in that war. My mm-hmm. family's from Northwest Spain. And so photographs have a, an iconic resonance like almost nothing else. Now, I believe that the 20th century was the century of photography and film. But certainly uh, film is photography in motion. And so God knows what the 21st century is going to be. I'm guessing it's going to be um, video and and the ability for anyone to be a director, anyone to produce. But photography, again, the printing press, I'm, I'm jumping around. The printing press changed how communication and information was distributed. Prior to that, only a few elite could read with the printing press which in the original premise was to print Bibles what they didn't expect it, it the dissemination of ideas that became heretical and so you know it's, it's, it's am,
1: am, amazing the way he views it and again you know I'm sitting here I'm astonished because the way you're connecting everything I'm lost for words because it's a hundred percent true the way the way you know you speak about it and you talked about it, it's a hundred percent true and again I mean uh, you're a professor for a reason. And I'm here, I'm just, you know, I was again, I told you, Professor, I'm a student right here, and you taught me something very valuable. Another thing I want to
0: add to your, not not only your perspective on, you know, photography and how disruptive it is, but even with your work here, you're capturing this, you know, the process of decay and death. With photography, you're able to immortalize that moment, and something that's dead or has long, long been gone stays there forever, you know, and I think that's also Another amazing thing about photography.
2: If, if I may mention one thing. So photography is it is one, two things. Photography for the photographer is practice, study, observation, and discipline. But once once the image is transferred to the public, it begins about what 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 baggage you bring mm-hmm. to the photograph. It, it creates a different um, dialectic between what I thought I was doing and what you think I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's that wonderful collaboration and even, even across time it's like when you look at a photograph that's 100 years old i'm having a dialogue with what this person is saying but filtered through my own baggage and it's so just I love the way that. you perceive it uh, amazing! Again, uh, you
1: know, I'm I'm really excited, uh, you know, uh, to have this conversation with you and, you know, talk to us about the workshop, photographic education in the 21st century.
2: Well, that that's about to happen in about an hour and a half. Yeah. So tell us, you excited? Well, yeah, very much because uh, I'm with three other um, wonderful photographers who mm-hmm. also think about this. I mean, so Lars, Mohammed, and Douglas, and, and we've been talking about this. So, um, does one need to be educated in photography in the 21st century? Mm-hmm. And And before I went to Miami 30 years ago, I taught at RIT in Rochester, New York. It was the biggest photo school in the world. 1,000 photo students, 50 photo professors. And they taught the technology. And and almost all those people found jobs. Now, everyone with a camera, I'm sorry, everyone with an iPhone is a photographer. And so perhaps what we need to teach along with with photography is history, philosophy, Mm -hmm. uh, political science, reading books. You know, I mean, I ask my students, you know, what's the first line of Moby Dick? Call me Ishmael. They don't know who Ishmael was. They don't know Abraham's first son. I mean, so so they, they, they come unprepared. They, it's like they come unarmed to the table. You're so right. I,
0: yes. uh, I was uh, I remember talking with uh, Rob Irving yesterday, and he talks about there's this, there's this uh, almost like this um, constant preparation. There's a lot of context and all these things you have to do, which means before you even take a shot, you got to slow down. and and really just try to hone in that gut feeling of when to take the perfect shot, you know.
2: Rob's a good thinker about photography. He's not just a shooter. He ponders uh, how the photograph exists in a world of language. Which is
0: why I urge everyone to check out the workshop, which is happening an hour and a half from now at 2.15. If you haven't gotten the chance to register, register online or just make your way to the workshop zone. Uh, These are a team of uh, industry experts who are going to enlighten you about something that feels almost lost in time now, which is why you have to check it out right here, the seventh edition of Exposure. Again, uh, Thomas Lopez, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's my
2: pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And do check out his exhibition, uh, Sentence. And, and then there's another one, Seeing Through Closed Eyes, it's portraits of artists, philosophers, mu- uh, mathematicians, and poets with their eyes closed because the creative process is internal, not external. Beautiful. There you go.
0: Personal recommendations right here at the 7th edition of Ex- Exposure. Again, thank you so much, Thomas. And we're going to take a short break, and coming up next, we are still going to be highlighting the daily agenda for the Exposure
1: and talking to more phenomenal photographers right here on Pulse 95.